So, here we are on the first week of Netflix November. Do we have taglines? Yeah. We do? We have one. Just one. Well, there weren't any taglines online that we could find, but there was one on a movie poster. Yeah, I know. I just asked because I always ask, but I already have, I have them for you. And, um... Yeah, they're only something we could find on the poster. IMDb was, like, just scarce. Not helpful. No, not helpful. For once. That's two in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ernest. Um, yeah. This. Yeah, so ready? Okay. They're going deep undercover. Uh, it's bad prosthetics. There's no way they're undercover. <laughs> Skin deep Skin undercover. Deep. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and then... Sean Williams and Marlon Wayans are white chicks. That's just like a summary of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to watch it. Right? <laughs> With two men in Cuban face, two men in white face, one diarrhea toilet scene, one act of roofies that actually plays out to conclusion, three scenes featuring net, um, uh, one th- uh, one. <laughs> 1,000 miles. Thank you. 100 miles. Yep. One very sexually overly aggressive Terry Crews, two scenes with Crews' shirt off, mm-hmm. and countless poor taste racist jokes in every single race is direction. Yeah. With a budget of $37 million, grossing $70 million, so a financial success for the show here, with an IMDb rating of 5.5 out of 10, a meta score of 41 out of 100, and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 15% rotten. Blech. It's 2004's White Chicks. Let's drop some bombs. Hey, yo, you trying to look at my lumps? I'll pull off my G-string and handle mine. Double, double, motherfucker. Who's your daddy? Oh, God, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. It's nice having her on board. She's a breath of fresh ass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. Uh, I'm Jonathan Young. I forgot who I was. <laughs> and joining me in the studio, as always, is Jarrett Seifert. And I just really am so mad that you all picked this as your first Netflix November. Yeah. No, this <laughs> this movie... Oh, on countless levels. It's just like it's cringeworthy to me. Like yeah. ugh, God. It's okay. So someone was like I was like, Oh, it's a bad movie and they were like, It's got a lot of great one liners and I was like, How does that make up does for it, it being a bad movie? Like uh, great one liners like what? Hasta luego Schwarzenegro? Yeah, well that's a bit of a racist one too. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of racist one liners. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so this movie I think I've seen about twice. Okay. Once watching it for this. Um, Another movie I had not seen 
before this show. Like I, I see, I've seen the trailers. I and people would talk about it, and people would quote it sometimes. And um, I just even from the quotes and everything else, I was like, no, no, yeah. I'm good, I'm good, right? This is this isn't that level of um. We've talked about scary movie before. Yeah, we've talked about scary movie two before, uh, specifically. Yeah, um, and I think we're both in agreement. We love those movies. Yeah, right. Well, that's because those movies take material that's already been done and they like make it fun and mm-hmm. like insert jokes. And this is like they took racial stereotypes and tried to apply a story to it, and they wanted it to be more than just making fun of things. They wanted it to have like a thought process but even that is lacking it's like they took what was like not well what what would would not be acceptable now but acceptable maybe like the 80s yeah that type of like 80s body switch type comedy movie and then just like freaky friday yeah did it to the extreme to the racist extreme yeah. <laughs> uh it's it it's there's some scenes usually involving just the girls being girls, mm-hmm. which are the genuinely like endearing moments of an otherwise just like oh Jesus Christ yeah. like stop just just stop the movie kind of thing and uh, we never asked when we did the voting poll why <laughs> you're choosing this yeah, movie. Yeah, that I would guess. be a good, nice, like, explain <laughs> like to, to know us your why, thought process. Why this was number one. I, uh, How? I think, I think everybody, maybe they acknowledge that they know that this is what we're saying well, it is. Well, a lot of people have, like, this nostalgia for it. Like, and I think it's just the people that were just barely younger than me because this Which is... is well so uh, okay <laughs> this movie came out in 2004 so at sure. that time i was like 13 okay. and so i i never really watched a lot of movies mm-hmm. and i remember this one just being like well, i don't care so i think this is one of those films that whenever people eventually got a little bit older and they could understand a lot of the jokes they watched and were like, huh. Like, for me, it was Dude, not I another teen movie. I feel like a five-year-old can understand most of these jokes. I know. But, like, <laughs> for me, not another teen movie. It was like, oh, I'm not allowed to watch it because I'm not old enough. But then once oh, I got I like old enough. One. Yeah, I know. But that's the I thing. think it's the last one of the, like, parody type, like, attacking something yeah. that you know and love that was decent. You didn't like superhero movie? Oh. I'm kidding. I never You didn't like date it. movie or epic movie? Date movie? Date movies, I got it. I love to hate it, and I hate to. I did too. I did too. (laughs) I was like, "It'll be good," but but that's like, "Ah." that's where I was like, "Oh, we've jumped the shark." Yeah, yeah. That movie was, and and what was it? Um, Scary Movie Four was not great. No, except I do love. I don't like three either. This is some shit up with we will not put, (laughs) (laughs) which is making fun of the village, which is coming up next week. Uh huh. Yep. Um. So this movie opens up with uh, uh, a New York day bodega bodega Digbo. a Dagaba, <laughs> the planet of swamp. <laughs> Seagulls, stop it now! <laughs> I I like how like. Majority of people were probably like, ha, ha, "Yes, they did lip sync." I like that's how crazy like things have gotten now. Yeah. Like like 
to that like viral status that we can do references like that. I and, love that song. And people could probably get that more than probably the remembering any of these yeah. moments in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> true. But um so we're uh it's a New York uh bodega. You got it. Uh-huh. And uh an ice cream truck is pulled up and out comes like some big bulky Russian type you know, ice cream men. Yeah, and this is usually kind of the stuff, like the setup for something that I would watch alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these ice cream delivery men gonna give me? We brought the cream. <laughs> I'd be like, how do I get it? Um, yeah, they come in. And Next like, on cream of the Kremlin. Uh, <laughs> that's not how gay porn works. Oh no, oh, it, no. they're not have, like Next on this doesn't have commercials. <laughs> penetration pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a value pack of gay porn Penetration God, pack. someone's gonna steal that um, Yes, so The the Russian dudes come in And they're like, we have ice cream delivery And then the Waynes brothers are like In Cuban makeup Dress with like fake hair glued Everywhere, okay, and it's so obviously fake and I, I think- am under the Understanding, right By looking at this costume And then their white chick's costume Right, that they are the opposite of masters of disguise. Yeah, they are the masters of racial stereotypes to the extreme. Yeah, right. Which is really funny for a movie. Like it's one of those things where I feel like a movie like this uh, could set an entire race back because they do what they're asking other people not to do. Um. <laughs> But see, I think this is, like, just one of those... But somehow it yeah. didn't. I'm just saying, like, well, yeah, it, cause I it think could be in danger of that. During the time, and also just because of who it is, it's like, oh, it's the Wayne Brothers. It's done out of comedy. It's a comedy film. But it was also, I think, it has been brought up that it's a little bit racist in spots. But I think it's just one of those things where people like to ignore it. Because but it's, like, it's racist classic. to everyone. Wow. So it's, yeah. like, it, it, they were, like, okay, as long as we're not just racist to white people, a little we're bit, okay. Yeah, a little. It was, like. It's racist to Cubans it's, right here. It's racist to black people. It's racist like, to Mexicans. Yeah. Um, it's racist to white people. It's racist to everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's black people being racist to black people even by the end yeah. of the movie. Uh, so yeah they're in terrible cuban makeup which it's like cubans are just like hairy balding and smoke cigar and make a lot of loud music yeah and it's kind of like that's how it plays out and speak to people in song lyrics yeah (laughs) right right like they put more research into their disguise than into their like <laughs> into their who investigation, they are. yeah, that too. Because they, so they, they, okay, they are the worst FBI detectives oh, I yeah. have ever seen throughout this whole movie. They're terrible, the worst. So they think that they are buying drugs or something on this storefront, and they're which like, are, "We got the Russians," which would be in the ice cream containers. Yeah, so they like have this fight with these Russian dudes, and then they open up the ice cream, and it's like. A bunch of pure white vanilla, and it's like, what? but he okay sticks his finger. He in sticks it. his finger directly in. Like, if this was actually cocaine, you're high as fuck. Also, right like, now. that's not has. When has cocaine ever been like a cold, goopy <laughs> texture? 
Well, you know, it comes in different shapes and sizes right. nowadays. Oh, like, yeah. you know, it's not just the 80s anymore, <laughs> you know? You can just, like, digest it really well, you know? You don't have to rub it on your gums. You just let it melt in your mouth and, yeah. uh... Mix it with some, like, Nesquik. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, let, me, let me get a bump. Let me get a bump. <laughs> just, just right in an ice cream scoop. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle it on food. Like, did it? Did he need to dip his finger in it and taste it to know that that was I not really cocaine? I really don't. Like, you could t- you could look at it and I be mean, like, that ain't coke. I could see if it was like there's plastic baggies in the bottom of the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that would make sense. But that's not what's going on no, here. No, not at all. Right? So then, as they're, like, doing this, another Russian group comes in and they're like, we have ice cream delivery. And it's like... They somehow spoke with air quotes around the word ice cream. And they're like, oh, shit, those are our guys. And then there's a shootout. Well, also, so when they're dressed as Cubans, mm-hmm. right, um, they seem to have, like, hair prosthetics, mustaches, like, chest hair, everything, right? Yeah. But when it's time to reveal themselves, which I don't know why you're like, it's time to take the mask off, like, yeah. surprise, like, just... Be in the makeup and be like FBI and show your like. Why yeah. do you have to like Surprise do this them. mask reveal like it's a reality show? And then it's also <laughs> right? like. And then how do you rip off that mask yeah. like that? Like they d- always do that. They like do a takeaway and then come back to them with like the mask half off. Yeah. So you can't tell that like they actually had to take more steps than just like pulling on it. Right. I was like, oh. God. And right. as they're taking it off, you're like, that's 100% not what you were just wearing. Bad, terrible, bad effects. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, because what they look like looks like you first you uh, spray painted yourself, you know, yeah. um, you airbrushed yourself uh, the right skin tone that you wanted, a extremely racist skin tone. And um then you applied the hair and the bald cap and yeah. things like that, right? Because they look like – it's like I can tell that it is Sean and Marlon yeah. Wayans here, it's right? It's not a good disguise. Right. It's not a full face mask like the white chicks one is, yeah. right? So – I don't know where they thought that it's believable that you could rip it off and just be like, surprise, it's us. Yeah. Right? Meanwhile, I don't know what a reveal of them would do for the bad guys anyway. If anything, it would be worse for them to take that stuff off. It's just then, like, they're Like, the people they capture could be like, you're looking for these two dudes. Mm-hmm. And it exposes them as agents. Yeah. So it's like, leave it on. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah they they have a battle with the real russians like a shootout yeah and, and then, then both fake you know actual ice cream russians and the uh drug dealers both hop in their respective ice cream trucks and drive in two different directions which force them to be like i don't know which one to follow and it's like well there are two of you you could just yeah. chase both of them down but they're like we let them get away right right and then that's it like their captain comes by and is like, you guys are the worst. You're on right? a, your, your last last leg. Captain is literally in this movie the only person who has his shit together. Yeah. Real. <laughs> like, like the only and probably the most accurate captain that I've ever seen in a, in a like police movie. Yeah, where, except he also doesn't realize them whenever they're in their girl makeup. 
Uh, yeah, I don't really get that one either. That's the only time you have to spend a little believability because other than that, like he takes action. He actually does fire them in this movie. Yeah. Which uh, usually in movies it's like, I'm taking your badge, right? Hey, but taking your badge doesn't mean you're fired in all these action movies, right? It's like, taking your gun in your badge, and you know what that means. You're going to have to do this Desk on duty. your own. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so... Then we are introduced to uh, Kevin, who is Sean Wayans, his mm-hmm. wife, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> no, Marcus. Marcus has the wife. No, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So- sorry. So Marlon Wayans has the wife, and um, she is extremely untrusting and yeah. overbearing. And that's like signs of, uh, that's like signs of, so like if you're in a relationship and someone's like, I think you're cheating on me. Why are you cheating on me? And very accusatory. That's usually signs that the other person is cheating on you. Right. Like, like the person doing the accusing, especially if it's just kind of like he's doing his job. But that's like throughout the whole movie. It's like, just tell your wife you're working because that is exactly what you're doing. Okay. So, um, I have a friend. And uh, he works for the FBI, and I can't mention his name. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> call me on this Beat one, me. <laughs> right? And I will repeat what you what you uh, tell me on the phone is like when you're undercover, friend. Um, do you, you you tell your wife like that you're either going undercover or like look, don't call me today or yeah. something like that, right? Like, confirm this for me, and I'll, like, I'll repeat it on, like, December shorties. I'll be like, hey, this just in. This is what actual FBI people do. Yeah. You know, because, like, I just don't think that he would keep his wife in the dark that much. Yeah. To the point where she thinks he's cheating on her at every step. like, he's gone for a weekend. Calm down. I mean, this isn't, this isn't Arnold, this isn't Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. Yeah. Where she thinks he's, like, a book salesman or something. Right. You know? Like, she knows he's an FBI agent. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's completely believable yeah. that he might not be able to answer his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're the in the master of disguise department of the FBI, which uh curious if that's also a thing. Like, yeah. That movie? Yeah, it's a real movie. No, Master of Disguise. <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> I never saw that movie. Oh, it's horrible. Well, yeah, future we'll do episode. it. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh yeah, so then we flash to well, it's established in this oh, yeah. scene that she um they one she's untrusting, but also that like he is way more invested in work than he is his marriage, and he but can't even he? stay awake. He's not a long day at work. He got yeah. shot at. That's got to take a lot of energy out right. of him. Right, but. He might also have narcolepsy because he, like, he falls asleep, going. like, sleep, like, four times in this scene. Well, it's a really long day for him. Right. Maybe he started at, like, 4 a.m. Right. And it's 8 p.m. So that is that scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but it does establish that and her. Who, yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> we flash over to the Bureau and we meet two agents. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So Agent- this is. This is um, one of the guys is from Scary Movie One, so they brought oh, back. Yeah. Um, uh, his name 
is oh shoot i totally forgot i i i had it written down it's uh oh yeah 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 i i have it so uh lachlan monroe i hate that name yeah i didn't i didn't it's expect like, i want to be original i didn't expect that to be his name <laughs> like i feel okay. like it's just a stage name so lachlan monroe is uh from Scary Movie One, mm-hmm. uh, and he's also. Do you remember a movie in the nineties, uh, uh, Dead Man on Campus? Yeah. Uh, they basically. Uh, that movie is so dumb. Oh, I I love this movie though because it's 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 very much set in late nineties, yeah. right? Like from the fashion to like the the premise alone is like Ugh. two guys party their way through college. And then realize that they're going to get kicked out of college because they're going to fail unless they like they they find that the college itself has a loophole where it's like if your roommate commits suicide, they immediately give you straight A's for the semester so that you don't do the same because the college has a major history of like a huge record of suicide. Yeah. Right. So they were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, maybe lighten the course. (laughs) Right. So through the whole movie, they're trying to find the most suicidal roommates they possibly can and try to convince them to off themselves so that they can. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's a very dark comedy, but he is, the insane one, the one that's like, oh, he'll take risks on his own. We only need to convince him. Yeah. You know, he'll jump off a balcony just for, for, because he's like the frat boy, the crazy yeah. frat boy, right? Uh, probably his funniest role, honestly, because it's just insane. <laughs> this is a very low key version of Monroe. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, but but he... also a very, like, chauvinistic, douchey version. Yeah. Right? Because, like, his bit with his um so his character's name Agent Jake Harper, right? And he is joined by actor Eddie Velez as Agent Vincent Gomez. Mm-hmm. Right? And they are like the um the opposing FBI agents that are always making fun of our heroes yeah. in those kind of movies. That's a trope, right? And they usually are cracking jokes at them that even the audience is like, that's not funny. Like, yeah. the heroes are like, you're not funny. The audience is like, you're not funny. And so they're literally there for, I don't know, to one-up our heroes at all times yeah. and stuff like that. So, but they come off as, oh, they are they got the worst bits in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, it's constant of, like, would-you-rathers. Like, oh my god! And th- these would you rather's are extremely insulting to the poor people yeah. that they're attacking, right? Because it's like there's a level of like war. What line do you cross? Even when we're talking about real people, real people that could actually watch your movie, right? And this is where you're going with it. Like I was like, that's harsh, yeah. right? So there's like there's three would you rather's in this movie, right? Um, the first one is, um, who would you rather sleep with Rosie O'Donnell or Janet Reno, Mm -hmm. which do you know Janet Reno is? No. Janet Reno was like, uh, yeah, secretary of state, I think in the Bush administration, maybe, or maybe Clinton. I don't even know. Like she's got a city old, older woman. Very like strong, powerful, mannish, and uh, Will Ferrell used to portray her on Saturday Night Live, um, so that can give you a kind of idea of uh, a basis, right? Um, and then you have Rosie O'Donnell, right? And so it's like you're pitting this older mannish woman 
with this butch lesbian butch lesbian and they really attack they kind of attack the like overweight portion of her because yeah. like even in this debate he's like why'd you choose her and it's like uh because you know like she's a bigger girl and i'm like jesus yeah this movie is like it's that's like that's harsh for no reason it's like did you have an, a vendetta against her it's not kind right and then later in the movie it's now it's who would you rather would you rather pam anderson or carmen electra right but but they have a yeast infection. And that's really harsh because for those who don't know their history, Pam Anderson has hepatitis C in real life. Yeah. By Tommy Lee. Uh, so that's that's really personal. Yeah. You know? Why? Why? It's not funny. Yeah. It's just douchey. Like and these bits go on for like a good minute or two. Yeah, you know. And then your last one they do is who would you rather RuPaul or Whoopi Goldberg? And you're yeah. just like, that's really harsh too. Because for like, Whoopi. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also just kind of just like, what's so bad about? Like obviously, it's just like that whole thing. Of, well, that's the thing. No one's safe in this movie. Yeah, it's just like you could make arguments of like it's kind of rude towards either person because it's like, oh, are you saying Whoopi looks like a man in drag? Are you saying, like, RuPaul is, like, less of, or, like, womanly enough? Like, it's it just gets in an unweird ground to where it's like, why would you even go there? Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, these guys are dicks. Right. So what is the, like, underlining assignment here? Where, um, basically, to watch bad movies with... and rip on them, <laughs> yeah, right? Because we've lost focus. <laughs> um, no, I meant like, okay, so the, the the there's these two rich girls. Oh, oh, so the there's someone kidnapping rich children, I guess. Okay, or planning to, mm -hmm. or has been. I don't really re like know what the thing is, and they're <laughs> like. We got to protect these girls at all costs. They're going to be at this hotel for this weekend, and mm -hmm. we just need to make sure they don't get kidnapped. Now, who's going to pick them up at the airport? And right. it's like, well, nobody wants even, to do it. Yeah, but it's also like, you don't even know that, like, there's no service of picking them up yet. You don't yeah. have this established. Like, they get there that afternoon. So then the, um, the Kevin and Marcus, they. They're like, we got to establish ourselves. We got to show the boss that like we can do this. And they like, bust right. in the meeting and they're like, we want in on this case. And he's like, cool, go pick these girls up. Mm -hmm. Right. So then they go to the airport to pick up the girls. Right. And right off the bat, the girls are also a little bit racist. They're like, we already gave money to like the starving kids. And what like, was it? Like starving Africa kids or yeah. something? Yeah. And then they're like, like no, Jesus. we're not here to collect your money. And they're like, oh, good. You're here to carry our bags. Right. Take this. And it's like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, cool. Just assuming everyone's job. Yeah. Um, and then we get the car scene. Yes. So um, the dog, the little Pomeranian that the girls are carrying around, uh, is dedicated to the front seat while Marcus has to sit in the back trunk of the SUV with, with the luggage. luggage. Right? So while they're driving, the dog decides to hop up on the dashboard 
and yeah. which causes him to swerve the vehicle to the point where it slides off the dashboard and out the window and he grabs it by its leash, right? Yeah. Now, if this happened to you in real life, what is your first instinct? What are you going to do as the driver? Probably like slow the car down <laughs> or stop it all together. Yeah. Get off to the side, right? Instead, Instead he's like, yeah, these hijinks like right what's gonna happen it's tractor trailer always and then there's always that moment where it's like how come whenever tractor trailers are like driving towards you they for some reason like get over into the exact middle of the road right where it's like why would you do that just stay in your lane as a tractor trailer the rules of the road are you drive on the road but as soon as you see somebody in peril or danger you move over to the center lane you blast your horn instead of stopping yeah and then at the last minute make sure you sound it enough so that the doppler effect happens as you pass by My favorite. I love that. That is the rules of the road. (laughs) So then he pulls the car in, but then like drives into a smashes into a dish, but not enough to let to actually trigger the airbags. In my opinion, it's just kind of like it's not like the front of the vehicle hit anything. It's not at all. Well, we landed in a ditch. That was spooky. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. Better get those airbags. uh, Checked because. But the airbags then just a little touchy blew off. So then. The guys are fine. Mm-hmm. In the back seat, we have Marcus, and his face is like comically pressed against the glass, and it's like, ooh, Which and he slides down. It also wouldn't be because when you flew forward, you would fly forward. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't fly backwards. Yeah. But so then we have both of the girls, and one of them has a cut on their nose, and one has a cut on the lip, Something. and they're like, yeah, just little blemishes. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, we cannot be seen this weekend with these ugly scars on our. Face. That's like, an accurate impression. That's really freak good. I'm really proud. Really, really proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so then, <laughs> you should be a white chick. I, I technically am. Just kidding. I'm not. Um, <laughs> yes, but so then they're like, we refuse to leave this hotel for the entire weekend. And Which I'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. So you you're safe. Kidnapped. Yeah. And yeah, no kidnapping. But but are they trying to catch the kidnapper? Yeah. So they need bait. Yeah. Which is so, such a weird thing. Well, Kevin and Marcus, I think it's Kevin. Kevin gets this idea to go undercover as the girls to figure out this whole scenario. And their first idea the is the worst idea. Call my makeup team. Call Ben Folds. Yeah. <laughs> and he will come by and, and uh <laughs> do an entire montage of like making you into Mrs. Doubtfire. But Okay, so then <laughs> I really wish it was the same character. It's actually it's um <laughs> Harvey Feinstein yeah. coming back, being like, "Oh my god, that'd be so good, <laughs> uh, honey." I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Make the boobs bigger. Well, that, there is that boob scene yeah. where it's like. Marcus completely forgot what he was getting himself into. <laughs> right? Oh my God, boobs! And he freaks out and runs out of the chair. I'm like, so did you think you wouldn't have boobs as this? But then the other weird thing is like these prosthetics that they get put on them aren't even used. Like the chest plate prosthetic that freaks him out. Yeah, it's just they just are painted and boobed up later. Yeah, like fake boobs. It's not. And like... then the boobs are just in a like clear jar yeah. on their fireplace mantle. Like. <laughs> They're kind of funny. I want to They're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> worst chicken cutlets. Uh, <laughs> so, but then we flash over. 
the girls are arriving. They're getting out of their limo, going to the the girls. The hotel. You mean them? Yeah. Well, Marcus. <laughs> well, from now on, the guy girls. This is their Marcus reveal. And Kevin. Yeah. They look hideous. Yeah. They do not look like women. <laughs> they look like they look like unfinished Disney animatronics. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, they their eyes look so fake. Oh my god. They 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 look like Jason Voorhees' sisters. <laughs> <laughs> they they are just like they 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 <laughs> They look like special people. Oh, special people. <laughs> yeah. Right? They just, they look unfinished. They look they look like somebody who actually did have a lot of plastic surgery, and it was botched. Yeah. Right? Now, when they did the actual, like, makeup, they did facial scans of the girls. But, like, I feel like they didn't facial scan the actual girls. They facial scanned, like, pictures of them. Like, pictures that they had, like, found on their MySpace. Because this <laughs> right. is 2014. Yeah. Let's be real. It was MySpace at that time. And from because we have established what the girls actually look like because we've actually seen the actresses, right? Yeah. Why do they both look almost undistinguishable? They look yeah. identical. They and these girls were not twins. They were just sisters. Yeah, and they look identical. Like the makeup for them, right? Looks identical, yeah. but these girls were not, right? And so this entire movie is based off of a premise that somehow everybody recognizes them. Yeah, even though their build is extremely massive now. Yeah, they look like volleyball players, <laughs> softball players. Um, they look. They look like black people in white makeup. They do. Like, and, like they just black men in look like yeah. nothing like it. And yet the entire – I don't know if it's just for the joke or I – don't, I don't understand why they didn't try a little harder with the prosthetics yeah. for this movie or that was – I'd like to know. Was that part of the joke of just being like, everybody's suspending believability. It's so ridiculous, right? Yeah. Or they were like, this is the best we got. Right. <laughs> like, this is I what we can can't do. tell. We were on a budget. Right? Um. So, yeah, they look horrible. <laughs> and they're immediately getting, you know, what... I mean, what 2017 is dealing with on a daily basis at this point. Like, they're just getting harassed, like, yeah. immediately stepping out but of the limo. They're like, their reaction is that they, like, one of them forgets that he's a girl and is just, like, talking in his normal voice and, like, reacting strongly to being mm -hmm. checked out by a guy. And then, and this is why gay people are afraid to ever hit on anyone in public. Because <laughs> it's like, we don't know if you're actually gay. And the response could be that you beat me up or kill me. Yeah. Great, cool, fun mm -hmm. living like that. Um, and then the other one's like, hey, dude, you forgot that you're a girl. Like, right. tone it down. And then he gets checked out. And then he starts reacting the same way. Yo, hold my purse. Like, yeah. That's like, <laughs> uh, what? you just didn't take your own advice. Great job there. Uh, and we, Which, the way they talk and they act in the scene it probably would have been funnier for like then the dude that was hitting on him be like, oh shit, I just hit on a man, right? You know, but no, it's not addressed. It's more of like I was a manly woman. <laughs> she was a really angry guy. Yeah, right. Uh, um, so they go in, and well, they run into the um, agent Vincent Gomez, right? And he has picked 
as an undercover <laughs> job to be the bellman. Yes. Of the hotel, right? So they're like, here, um, here you go, uh, Jose, hold my bag. You know, they're being extremely racist to him. Because <laughs> right? I think in their mind they were like, Oh, we can be a dick back to him we because can he doesn't know him. it's us, right. and we know that they have to treat us like good because we're about to be kidnapped potentially. Right. But this is another unapologetic racial 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 dig, like to yeah. another race, right? Um, and so they give him the bag, and they're like, "He pooped in the bag, the clean dog, it. and clean it up." And you know they're shitting on him. So then they go in, and then the other agent, Jake Harper has picked the job of being the front desk man, which you basically both of them whose job is to uh, be the bodyguards of the girls once they get to the hotel. Or at least to supervise. Right. um, Have picked jobs that are extremely restrictive to them being able to supervise them for the rest of the weekend because they're they're stuck at the front. (laughs) Why would you choose this? I don't. It doesn't make sense, and I understand the whole, like, oh, we want to make sure that they first get in and established. Right. But then if you only have two people doing that, then, you know, maybe don't stick them like that. Right. They could have picked better roles. Uh, How about the roles that that then switch themselves to later on in the movie, which is hotel security? Why not just be hotel security immediately? (laughs) Right Right? That means you can, like, do a concealed carry and be fine. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> not well okay. thought this movie makes no <laughs> sense <laughs> from start to finish nobody uh, makes proper this is the worst department in the history of the FBI yeah <laughs> like this is the only justifiable department that I'd be like if Trump fired them I'd be okay with <laughs> like, All right. they're the worst <laughs> So (laughs) very special people. (laughs) We've got the best masters of disguise. Uh, They apply (laughs) my spray tan. (laughs) They really do. I think they put. They give me the best wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so then they like they get checked in. They start to go back to their hotel room, but they run into Mm -hmm. their friends that they haven't seen in a year, and they're like, "Oh." It's the girl, you. the girls' friends, not the actual agents in disguise. Yes, like, yeah. So it's it. Okay, when we say the girls, it's the Wilson sisters. That's their names. Yeah. Okay. So but Kevin and Marcus, as the girls, run right. into the Wilson sisters' friends. So yes, it's the Wilson sisters' friends, and they're like, "My God, we haven't seen you, and did you get some work done?" The only like kind of like hint that some yeah. that somebody recognizes that a little bit's off instead of like. Oh my God! You're a, a beast man now. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> right? oh, you got collagen, and he's like, you know it. Yeah. Uh, and this there's the whole thing about yeah. like not knowing the girls, and they're like, what? And he's like, oh, you had a birthday, didn't you? And they're like, yeah, that's it. And it's like playing yeah. off that trope of like dumb rich girls. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, we're introduced to the three girls. Uh, mm-hmm. One is Busy Phillips. Yep. Her name is Karen. And then uh, there's one that I forget. Jessica Caulfield? Is that it? Yeah. Tori? Yeah, yeah that's it. And then uh, Jennifer Carpenter yes, from Lisa. Dexter. Yeah. Yes, she was Deb on Dexter. Mm-hmm. Now, she's my favorite of the three girls. 
because because of her freak out scene. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I like Busy you Phillips. Want a fat, just fat, fat I, fatty. I just like looking at Busy Phillips because she always looks confused. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> huh? I don't know what's ever going. Yeah, on. that is her. Just open mouth. Huh? Yeah. Um. So then the. Kevin and Marcus are like, we got to go back to our room and freshen up. And they're like, nope, you got to go to this welcome party. Right. Because um, for some reason, the friend Tori, she's like the PR person for the girls. Because their whole weekend, they're like, we want to get on. Um, they want to get in where the newspaper or something? No. Where huh? are they staying? Where are they staying? It's like Southampton, right? Yeah, the Hampton. They want to get on like the Hampton newspaper. Sure. Or the magazine. They want to be on the cover. It's like the most popular girls get on the cover. It's like, all right, sure. But isn't that just a local magazine? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, well, if it's rich people, I guess it counts. Right. Um. So, yeah, they go to this it's party. It's literally like being in Trump magazine. Yeah. <laughs> they go to this party and um, they... They start to mingle, and they run into like the uh, the two the other bad girls, sisters, the Van, uh, the Vandergeld sisters, yeah. um, um, which is played by uh, Brittany Daniel, who uh, it was in uh, Club Dread, mm-hmm. right? Love that movie. Like, uh, it's is a she great... the one from Survivor? Survivor, yeah. yes. And then uh, Jamie King, uh, which. I don't want to really poke fun at somebody's, like, you know, actual, like, the actress, but, like, she looks severely malnourished in this movie. Like, uh, there's a stage scene later on where she's up on stage, and, like... I don't know. You turn and then she's just not there. She disappears. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, the poor girl. Like, it's, it's, it looks. A uh, little sickly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> right? get better. Yeah. Um, um, so they have this, like, back and forth of, like, your mama jokes and, like, being mean to each oh, other. you mean <laughs> – so when you do your mama jokes, um, yeah. are you a fan of uh, Carrot Top? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oddly enough, like, that's not the first time Carrot Top has come up recently no. in my life. I but like, appa- oh, shit. apparently – they are. Yeah. <laughs> because they do the joke, your mama's so old that when she breastfeeds, uh, what is it? <laughs> when she breastfeeds, the milk comes out like this. Yeah, right? And then baby powder? He just had baby powder on him? Or a lot of cocaine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from from the from drug the bust. Cream. Yeah, from the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. There was coke in there. What the hell was that? I don't know, but he was armed and ready. Super ready. He was like, like as if they were back at the hotel room getting ready and being like, yo, do you got any baby powder? I'm pretty sure. I feel like sure, I'm going to have to do a joke. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Yo Mama battle. But they didn't have any time to do that stuff. No. Right? No. <laughs> uh, so then um, John Hurd shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Judd, Judd, Judd. Oh, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> And uh, he is the Vander uh, Vandergeld's father, yep. right? And he's basically the host of this whole weekend event. So he's the host of the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it kind of like a shoe in that his daughters would be on the cover because they were like the previous year, right? It's like he's the one that's in charge of all of it. <laughs> yeah, like, right. why would he be like, no, I got to give someone else a chance? No, he's rich. He's obnoxious. He's going to give it to his own kids. Yeah. 
So he goes, oh, hey, ladies, I uh, hope you're going to show up at the white party. And I was like, the white party? Yeah. Really? Oh. Uh, we're just going to really drive that one home, huh? <laughs> so, um. <sighs> well, the, uh, Kevin, Kevin is like, oh, shit, that's a hot reporter from yes. ABC 7. I don't know. <laughs> 2, 7, whatever yeah. number it was. And uh, he's. He goes over and starts chatting with her like he's going to do something so about it. So why does it. this always happen in these, like, disguise yeah. movies or something? Where it's like the person in disguise, like, has a romantic interest in somebody. And then instead of, like, I don't know, getting out of costume. And being and, yourself. Yeah. Uh, puts up this elaborate ruse where they, like hang out with that person in costume and establish a relationship via that character? Well, the character, Kevin, takes it even one step well, yeah. further. <laughs> yeah. Creates... We'll get there at the beach scene. Yes. But, like, yeah, so, yeah, he does take it one step further, but also has rapport with her as this character, yeah. too. Right? So, basically, it's this big trope in these, like, disguise identity movies where that person is going to have to reveal themselves to not be that person. Yeah. And it's just like, but who cares? Like, why would you, why would you do this in this it's moment? too much work instead of just being honest. Yes. Christ. Like, this whole movie. Yeah. Way too much overboard <laughs> in, in, in work that you've established characters and what you have to remember about what you said to that person in that character. Yeah. Like, and is it going to get mixed up or are you going to remember that you, Oh, I said that in that character yeah. instead of that. And it all makes room for shitty Failure. comedy. Yeah. Failure, <laughs> shitty comedy. Yeah. What's the difference? So that's happening there at the same time. Marcus is eating quiche. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Marcus has established himself as being lactose intolerant, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, which only applies in this scene, in this scene only. It's not. Yeah. It's not a plot device for later. It's not like he's going to be like, "Yo, give me, the, give me some more quiche, so I can like shit on the bad guys or something." Yeah. Like it's there for this one bit, a diarrhea joke. Yeah. So uh, eats a lot of quiche, and he's like, "These are great. What are they?" And they're like, "Quiche." And he's like, they taste like they have cheese. And they're like, well, yeah, that's got cheese. And he's like, uh-oh. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then they're playing on the girls going to the bathroom in groups jokes. And he's like, they're like, oh, we'll go with you. And he's like, uh, no, thanks. And they're like, we always go together. So how, how, how aware of you are, are you of your diet? Because I know okay. you have some dietary. I can't do things. gluten or dairy. I right. haven't done that since um, 2012, 11. Either way. I don't know. It's been six or seven. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been right? six years now. And and you can tell. You, like, I mean, but you also, when you pick up any piece of food, yeah. you're questioning it, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't just blindly eat things. I mean, and you've heard of quiche before. Yeah. And what it is. and Well, you can also, like, you can look at it and be like, well, that doesn't look right. Right. And you can at least ask the waiter, is this yeah. dairy-free? No, he immediately picks it up and starts eating it. He's like, like 20 of them. Yeah. Jeez. And then, like, gets to the bathroom, and apparently there's an earthquake happening in the bathroom. I loved this scene, because I love over-the-top pooping. And then, of course, like... Beyond over-the-top, yeah. his knees are in his eye sockets at one point. Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> it's so stupid and so funny. But then also the girls are like, 
we'll wait outside. Like they've never, like it's playing to that thing of like girls don't poop. Their buttholes are for decoration. Like I want us as a society to be able to recognize that bodily functions are Are just bodily functions. Natural. Uh Uh-huh. There's no, like one of my friends once she was like, yeah, my aunt thinks that. That won't play to an audience, Jared. Right. (laughs) Well, she was like, my aunt thinks that. Um, you should you shouldn't have to poop because your that's like your body getting rid of waste that it doesn't need. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you should only be eating things that your body needs, and it shouldn't be creating waste because if there's waste, then you're ingesting things that it doesn't need. So you shouldn't be pooping. I was like, or just poop, eat food, so... and poop, Jesus. We're not talking to your aunt anymore. <laughs> not my aunt, my friend's aunt. Oh, okay. That's from high school. Uh, oh, God. So that <laughs> happens, and they get back to the party, and then... Terry Crews. Yeah, Rapist Crews shows up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Terry Crews, which I immediately see him, and I go, gee, I wonder if he's A, going to take his shirt off in this movie, Bing. B, flex his pecs individually of each other, or C, smile, dance, and mug to the camera. Uh, in a car, <laughs> preferably a convertible, because that's what he does in every movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we hit we hit all those bullet points actually, except for the flex. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he doesn't like. Yeah. He doesn't do that one. So, but he might as well. There's a really stupid. So he basically is like, mm, "You're great. You're tasty. I love this. I love white chocolate." He is and such like, a sexual predator. Yeah. In this movie oh. like aggressively sexual predator. Yeah. And then, so he's going after Marcus and Marcus is like trying to like, which is ironic. Dodge from it. What happens, what happened to him in real life <laughs> that he told yeah. the story oh, of recently. Yeah. Somebody grabbed my ding dong and right. I almost killed him. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Terry. Oh, no, you have to be <laughs> outspoken about that stuff. Otherwise people won't believe him. I support <laughs> him. Um, anyway. Yeah. Marcus is the victim of all of this. And he, uh, he's like pushing him off, and he's he as the white girl is saying no. racist things. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like he says, like you said earlier, Asta la vida, Asta la vida, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and then he says, like the rest la vista, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I don't like the N word. Yeah. <laughs> and well, so. It, <laughs> well, he says Negro. Yeah. Well, still, yeah. that just feels like a racial slur because it kind of yeah. is. Um, hey, they said in the movie, so it's okay. Oh, my God. Because they say in the movie it's okay to say the N-word. Uh, They're giving us permission to say it on the show they, right now. It's uh, I don't support that still. <laughs> I can't even whenever I'm alone, like, rapping, I, which doesn't happen. <laughs> but if I'm, like, singing along to a song that has when, the N-word. We- <laughs> When I'm alone rapping, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) his palms are sweaty, palms spaghetti, his vomit on a sweater already. Just you in a hoodie somewhere, just like you always are. (laughs) I keep on forgetting the lyrics to the song. I keep on forgetting Uh, mom's spaghetti. God, I love this. Hot, warm, and ready. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so uh, Marcus is dodging all of these advances. (laughs) 
rapping along. But when I'm alone, okay, like even if I'm alone singing along to a song, like I will avoid the N word. I think it's so bad. I don't do that. Your name's J Rabbit. Oh, that's the worst. I've never heard that one. Uh, anyway, back to this racist film. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, Marcus is dodging all these things, and then Terry Crews is like, you know what they say. After you go black, you'll need a wheelchair the next morning. Oh, and then right God. in this moment, like a lady in a wheelchair like wheels by and she's like, Hi Latrell. Last night was great. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he just grabs her by the back of the wheelchair and is like, Get lost and like throws her away. Yeah. And she runs into something. It's a really stupid comic so, moment. Um right in this moment too, like that's not the only one liner he throws out. So like yeah. is it Christmas? Oh, all his one-liners before this is like, mm, mm, mm. looks like Christmas came early this year, right? It's like, I'm the, I'm going to be coming down your chimney tonight. I'm like, what is Ugh. happening? When did it become, is that be, is that why it's a white party? Uh, like, I don't understand like, why he, like, threw out all these, yeah, like, weird pickup lines that are from... Christmas. Maybe that's all he's got, right? <laughs> I love the holidays, right? Snow was white, but I'm black as coal. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's weird, Jeez. right? Right. So, um, he uh finally gets Terry Crews off his back by spraying him with mace. Yeah, straight and, up, and it just kind of itches him. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like ow, mm, so strong. Yeah, yeah place your mace with water, <laughs> right? Um, and then oh, the group of like both Kevin and Marcus get back together with all the girls, right. and they're like, "Well, I guess we got to go change." Or yeah, they're like, so they got to get ready for like, the party. It's shopping day because the girls, Let's shop. right? Them as the Wilson sisters don't have any more clothes other yeah. than this, which is also weird. Well, they do, but they like don't have an outfit for the night. They're like, oh, okay. we don't know, and they're like, oh, we got to go shopping then. All right. Um, so they do, and this is where. Well, this is where we get our car scene. Yeah, one of three times that we're going to sing Thousand Miles" in this I movie. Love song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the white girls are singing along, and they're like, they're like, oh my god, this is our song. Kevin and Marcus, take it away, and they're like, Bleh. and they're doing like that thing where it's like they're <laughs> pretending to not know I it. A thousand miles. Like, I mean, like how be, I'm doing well, it right just, now because well, yeah. I don't know it. They're like pretending, but you can tell that they kind of do because they're like, <laughs> say a word that would be replaced here if it was a different song or if it was written in an alternate universe. Right. It's like, and you know, everybody I would, knows instead this of saying song, like guys. I would walk, they say drive. I think, like, yeah, you not just... knowing this song is about as believable as your makeup. Yeah, <laughs> and then they like switch the song to. Uh, they switch the radio station to a rap song, which they... is not the song from the trailer. Yeah, the song from the trailer is Little John's "Get Low." Yeah, which right? I love. Which that would song. have been way yeah. better. But then instead, it's some rap song that I've never heard of, and I most likely believe that it's only used because it says the N word in it. Yes, because they rap the N word, and all the girls are like, "Oh my god, you can't say that!" And they're like, "Oh, we can't because there's no one of color around." Mm-hmm. And then all the girls are saying the N-word. Which I did like. This was funny to me. Because I feel like somewhere in there, that's very true. Oh, I can 100% believe that there are sorority girls out there. when I rap alone. I'm going to yell at. Oh, God. (laughs) I do. Don't finish that. It's too late. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, God. Hey, it's the lyric of the song. 
I'm not being racist. I'm just singing along. <laughs> you rhymed. <laughs> so, um, why do you quit? I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so then they get to the shopping scene. And the mm-hmm. shopping scene is actually pretty hilarious. Like, yeah. you get this short scene where it's like the girls are walking up the steps and they're like, too, like, 13 year old boys, boys like yeah. looking up and they're like we get to see up skirts and then they're like oh good and oh it's like, balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it it's yeah so that's funny so then um i believe yes marcus is trying on clothes mm-hmm. and they're bringing him sizes and they're like he's like i don't think it's gonna fit and then um they they're like no no we'll bring you like you can suck it in like you can you can you can get into it. Yeah. You'll get in there. Meanwhile, we've got Kevin who's helping Jennifer Carpenter in their dressing room. Oh, this is great. This is my this is my favorite scene. So she's like, How does it look? <laughs> and he's like, Cute. Yeah. And then she just snaps and she's like, Oh, it looks great. You bring channel to the oh, to the benefit? Is that what you're doing? Oh splash down. <laughs> meanwhile Marcus is like or uh, Kevin is like okay um, hold on I'll go get a different size <laughs> like putting on that fake voice and is like doesn't know what to do if the whole movie was just this like instance oh, yeah. I would love it I would love just... if it, the whole movie was just her like mental breakdown and just his reaction to it like maybe um, someone else needs to get in here and help you like mm-hmm. freaking out because he doesn't know how to handle it <laughs> I thought this was like the scene of the movie oh yeah it was good but and then, then so at the same time Wait, so that's Kevin, because Marcus is the one trying on clothes and yeah. trying to fit into them. But then, Meanwhile, his wife is calling him. Yes. Right? And she's like, where are you at? Once again, like, it's that whole, like, there's a woman in the background, like, joke. And it's just like, yeah. fucking tell your wife. Yeah. Like, tell her. <laughs> I uh, don't understand it. Meanwhile, he's trying to get these clo- these tight-fitting girls' clothes on, right? That are clearly sizes too small. but and, like, the- And his, like... I don't know. I have no other way to say it. His black ass is showing, right? Yeah, it's like a portion of the body that was not painted. Was not spray painted, right? Which we'll get to that soon. Like in the whole the upcoming slumber party scene. Yeah. About like spray paint and like yeah. I don't understand like what uh, like what why are we airbrushing things that don't like happen later on in the movie? Like yeah. that, that was just for like what the trial run. Like I don't <laughs> I don't get it. So um. Yeah, but um, uh, Busy Phillips walks in, right? Yeah, she's trying to help him with the pants. Right. Like, ripping him up, and he's like, you just gotta suck in. Yeah. Just uh, suck in. And then um, he comes out, and he's like, I don't know, like a def- like just like a craggly old man <laughs> looking like because like he can't kind of hunched over and like pulling in all the joints yeah. as much as possible to like not like, stretch everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where then... shoes is too small. <laughs> Shoes is too small. So Them shoes is too small. Okay, describe this. What what happens oh next? So I just... they're like, stand up straight. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I just love this. I, this is the this, only this scene I do good. love. Like this, this whole good. scene of like all of it's hilarious. So Marcus like stands up and is like, uh, and then like the button shoots out of the pants and breaks the mirror. The heels on oh, the shoes. I mean, like. It, like... Like like a bullet shattering yeah. through the mirror. The heels on the shoes like bust out. The jacket rips along the back, and like he oh, lets yeah. out he like a sigh of relief. He's like, oh, like it was good. 
It was really good. It's so dumb. <laughs> but then he ends up buying a dress. Right. Which does come back into play. Um, so then they attend the benefit. Well, no, they leave the store. <laughs> Thanks. Well, no, they leave the store. and then, Oh, I've, the, yeah. pr- the Prada thing? You okay. flash I'm to, sorry. Yeah, you flash well, to... It's forgettable and not it's kind that of funny, a throwaway but, scene. you know. I liked it a little bit. Just because it's like... it's so. It just shows like... This whole movie was just like, what scenes can we do to make a movie? What scenes can we do? Instead of like, what scenes do we need? <laughs> no. This movie was, what scenes can we do in order to make a trailer? Yeah. <laughs> Real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they walk out of the store. It shows the two agents, like, tail- or, like just following them just to make yeah. sure they don't this get kidnapped. This is another one of those who would you rather yeah. jokes. It's the second one. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, a guy runs by and grabs her purse, and he's like, my gun and my badge are in there. Like, the girls are right next to you, too. Like, they can right. hear you talking like a man. <laughs> so he's like, go chase him. So they run after him. The other car drives to, like, cut him off. Mm-hmm. And he, like, the agents are like, wow, she's really good at running. Yeah. And tackles the bad guy. And the bad guy is like, geez, lady, it's just a purse. But it's also, like, that's, like, IDs and credit cards in there. Yeah, right. anyone would react like that if they knew that they could catch up to if you. If they could catch up to you, they're going to do like, it. Like, no one's going to be like, no, it's just a purse. Like, no, there's stuff in there. Right. It's You're not just stealing a purse. Nobody would say that, but they yeah. need to say that so that they he can say the return joke. <laughs> and he goes, actually, it's Prada. Yeah. Stupid. And then they go to the benefit that so night. So stupid. Uh, which um, the benefit is aptly titled. Uh, snob. <laughs> <laughs> really? So SNOB stands for the Southampton Nuclear Option Benefit. Which the H it's is like, did you silent. Did you need to make an acronym? Yeah. Like, and actually put it on a, uh, like, no. It's just like one of those stupid, like, we could put a small joke that's really dumb in the background and people paying attention, like the smart ones will get it. It's like, right? no. <laughs> or roll their eyes yeah. so hard <laughs> that we hear it years yeah. from now. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, this is another situation where um, the girls have been put in a back corner, right? Yeah, because where they're, they're not... doing the dishes, <laughs> which is like that would never happen. No, they would never like, do in the a dishes in a fancy right there. restaurant. They wouldn't be like, we're placing the... – it's like, no, they literally have like back no, rooms No, this was like an stuff. event. It wasn't even yeah. a fancy restaurant. This was an event. Oh, no, they would never fancy clear – hotel. Well, I mean, but yeah. this is like the ballroom. This is an event. Yeah. We know events. Like yeah. they would never clear the dishes no. and put them in like basically wash bins on right the back side you. of the room. Yeah, you know, at most they have one of those like foldable like things, and they put a tray worth of stuff yeah. and then they, collect it and then yeah. send it out. You know, not the wash basins and yeah. everything directly Ugh. behind them to the point that the guests are being hit. With, like, trays and stuff. Yeah. Like, that would never happen. Uh, I don't know. So they're, like, it seems like they're a good chunk into dinner when the reporter just shows up. And yep. she's like, I guess we're all on the bad list. It's like, uh, okay, sure. Right. Yeah, just right? assuming stuff now. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty and, sure you're pressed. You would have had, like, more better seats than that. So you know? Kevin is like, oh, shit, I'm sitting next to the reporter I really like. I'm going to talk to her about guys. And she's like, right. I think I need to change it up and start dating rich men. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's probably not what you should be looking Which for. Which inspires in him to do what he'll do in the next scene. Yeah. Well, two scenes. <sighs> yeah. So uh, uh, meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> they start an auction of dates, like yep. a date auction. Yep. Um, so the first one to go is Jamie King. Yeah, and Jamie King is basically convincing her boyfriend 
right? To spend a lot of money. To spend yeah. a lot of money. She's like, oh my god, nobody's ever like spent twenty thousand dollars on anybody, right? Just to make That's herself seem important. Yeah. Right? Somebody, oh my god, somebody spent that much money on me? On me? No way. Right? Yeah. And then as a joke, she decides to bring up Marcus as the next girl. And um so immediately Terry Crews is just being gunning an well, aggressive predator well, again. No, as Marcus is going up, he's like Kevin, save yes. me. So Kevin's doing this thing where he's like stomping on a foot or tickling someone mm-hmm. or what's the other one that he does? Um uh, no, well, he grabs somebody's ass. Yeah. Right? Which they're like the only okay. So if someone tickles me, like, yeah, maybe I might like shoot my hand up in the air, like, whoa. But then like the other two, it's like stomping on a foot or grabbing their ass. My first reaction isn't gonna be to like raise my hand. <laughs> well, like, I mean, yeah. Like I <laughs> every time every time my ass grabs, my hand just goes immediately up in the air. And then somebody checks like, on you got me. A question. It's like, so how can I help you, sir? Yeah, my ass was grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Waiter, my ass was grabbed. Thank you. Um so yeah. Kevin is doing um Counter bids to Terry Crews's like bids, yeah, basically. So it's Terry Crews versus the rest of the room yeah. that Kevin is forcing to do bids, mm-hmm. right? And nobody's like, even even if they're like, oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I hear twenty from the guy who just raised his hands. Nobody's like, I didn't do that. Yeah, which that happens in a lot of comedies, like auctions stuff yeah. like that, where like. Like, people are like, ah, from the man in there. And, like, nobody immediately is like, that wasn't me. Like, they just go with it. Fight it? it? I don't know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Because if somebody's saying that, like, I just bid $20,000, I'm pretty sure, like, especially on some man beast up there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be like, that wasn't me at all. You can have him, Terry Crews. Or her, I mean. So, (laughs) uh... Yeah, Terry Crews bids what fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, which yeah. upsets Jamie King because it's over the twenty thousand that she got, and Terry Crews picks up Marcus and whisks him off stage, takes his prize away. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to the scene of like the dudes in the hotel room, and they're like, "Oh, finally, like we can take this clothing off." Right. Uh, and then there's a knock at the door, and, and they're it's like, "All the girlfriends." Yeah. And they're like, "It's your night to host the slumber party," and they're like, "Shit." So they're like throwing on their makeup and stuff and it's like less than five minutes they're complete they went from like fully out of costume to fully in costume so like all of their skin is painted once again yeah and it or at least they're up up you know past their wrists you know because they're wearing bathrobes and stuff but yeah they have they have the full-on face appliance yeah which face appliance a blender i mean yeah (laughs) But I mean, what 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 else are you gonna say? Like, how are you gonna call it? Like, it, it is a full on um, latex, yeah. you know, Mask. yeah. Like that, I, I know from my own experience, and I put on like latex scars or whatever yeah. for Halloween. It doesn't that happen shit doesn't quick. dry immediately whatsoever, and and then to blend it in with like you know the rest of your skin, especially when your skin tone is the exact opposite oh, of what take you're doing. Layers, yeah. And yet they're like, hold on, just one second, hold on, right? Yeah. And then there they are. They're ready to go. Right. And then we're met with probably, like, the dumbest 
part of the movie. <laughs> like when it comes to jokes. It's... Well, well, first no, the one joke is great. The whole Valtrex oh, thing. That's you. <laughs> that <laughs> is all your. I joke. love this joke because it's just like, it's like they're watching a Valtrex commercial and one of the Vandergelds is like in the commercial. Yeah, and she's like. I won't tell. It'll be our secret. I'm like, that's the exact opposite of what you should do when you have herpes. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no commercial. No. No. <laughs> no commercial would condone that. Yeah. Like, she winks at the camera. Like, basically, is like, I have, uh, you know, it's not Valtrex. It's Valtrum. Yeah. Right? And she's like, I uh, I have Valtrex or Valtrum, so I don't need to tell him. Yeah. It'll be our secret. Like, winking to the audience who's watching right. this commercial. And you're like, no, 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 don't go with her. Right. And then Lisa. Stop. Just just play volleyball. Don't go with her. Lisa has her line. Oh, yes, where she's like, I should have been in that commercial. And I'm like, you, like. Well, she says, I shouldn't have been, or sh- I should have been in that commercial. She doesn't even have her. Right. And I'm like, you're implying that you actually do? <laughs> Right, Jeez. which is maybe why she's so insane. She yeah. just can't get a man anymore. Right. Um. So then we have the unnecessary dildo. Yeah. Scene. Her friend pulls a dildo out and it's like, now it's time to show us oh, your this tricks. Is stupid. This is. Oh. Yeah. Which is like, a, where did the dildo come from? Has it been used? B, how old are you that you don't know tricks? <laughs> and oh. C, what is this like? What is it? They're dildo famous show you? for. Yeah. Blowjobs? Like, they're like, you're the one with the video. I'm like, wait, what? Like, is that a dig on Paris Hilton? Probably. Yeah, right? Or Kim Kardashian. And so in a very, I don't know how else to put it other than, like, kind of homophobic way, he does everything but throat the, like, like actually suck on the dildo. Right, puts it under his chin, smacks the forehead so with it. Unnecessary. Like it would have been funnier yeah. to have him go through with it, to be grossed out as he is with the fact that he's sticking an unknown person's dildo in his mouth. Yeah, right. And actually having to go through with it in order to keep the undercover ruse going. Instead, he makes up all this like, no, it's like the two thousands now. Like you yeah. just like kind of like dick slap it onto your chin, and like, <laughs> and meanwhile. His makeup um, is withstanding all of this. Yeah, but at the same time, not because <laughs> the his, chin, or the his ch- entire that, neck that is neck. all crusty and everything. It's got right? like folds in it. And then is it him or is it Mar- um, is it Sean Wayans that has the whole eyebrow thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. That's the a good unibrow. Question. Oh, okay, so. You brought this up before so the episode started. Describe yeah. this. It's this weird, like, it's not a unibrow. It's like a fold in their makeup, and it's like where the <laughs> nose meets the forehead. It's this odd, like, it happens they the entire like movie. Caveman. Yeah, it's like a layer that, like, fully never connected. And they're like, no one will notice. Well, wrong. It's what separates the two brothers. Yeah. You're going to tell them apart. <laughs> um, so um, this is a part where... After this little blowjob scene, there's a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, two men that look like, you know, bad dudes. Yeah. And bad dudes. they immediately come in and they, like, grab yeah. one of the two. I don't know which one, like, actually answered the door, right? But they grab 
them and he starts like overpowering them and you're like this is a strong them. girl meanwhile right? it flashes to like a security room and there's cameras on the doors oh, this makes no and sense. the two <laughs> agents run to the room and are like oh no they're being attacked uh and then it comes to play out that they are just strippers so, so have you ever hired strippers for like a bachelor party or anything nope no no yeah but i have a my, general idea that I they mean, don't physically kidnap you <laughs> that's their bit right like, terrify you and think you're being killed and right and show you their dong yeah that's their bit apparently that's actually what i'm into so never mind yeah, <laughs> yeah i should hire one yeah bring it on right right so yeah that's the thing is like uh these were strippers that they hired but why did they hire strippers it wasn't a for like a fun party or anything it's yeah just they just did it random right yeah like Girls Weekend, strippers right. included. Ugh. Um, so I don't understand this whole camera in the hallway thing. Yeah, well, so they got this camera in the hallway, but there are definite moments where the Waynes brothers just leave without their makeup on. <laughs> so it's like they know yeah. that so like, somebody's either watching not the watching the camera. Yeah. Or is just... Or do they assume that because they were the ones to pick them up? I don't understand. Yeah, right? Like they'd hang out in the hotel room with them. Right? Maybe. Yeah, but then you you would think that they would have to check in. Yeah. Right? Like what's your report? Yeah. So nobody saw them leave as themselves? Like up until the reveal later on that isn't even here yet? Right. Like – I don't understand that. And then random people, all these random people, his wife finally shows up to the Hamptons. Yeah. Uh, because uh, that's around this yeah. time, somewhere in the movie, his she, wife gets yeah. a phone call. She's at like lunch with her friend. And her credit card gets denied. And it's because Marcus Bought in the Hamptons. Bought a $4,000 dress. Right. Which makes her freak out because like she puts two and two together and thinks like, oh my God, he bought a dress for another girl and they're in the Hamptons. Yeah. You know, so she's like, girl, let's go. Right? right. And takes her friend to the Hamptons. Um and then they show up at the hotel room later, later. on. Yeah. Um so now we're the next morning. Are at we the at the beach? beach? <laughs> or we are at the beach. Okay. So we're at the <sighs> beach. They're both wearing like these long wraps, but at the same time uh Marcus starts sunbathing in just the bathing suit but it's also yes. a really cloudy day at the beach i was like oh this is not a well-lit beach <laughs> and terry cruz is only in just a speedo yeah and standing over terrorizing not yeah. just not just marcus but us as audience members yeah <laughs> so while terry cruz is doing this um yeah kevin yes goes it is into kevin. terry cruz's beach hut mm-hmm. and gets Fully out of the makeup yep. and outfit costume. Somehow he washes that all off. Yeah. And then puts on Terry Cruz's Full suit, yeah. watch, everything. Jewelry, yeah. everything. So he pretends that he is the basketball player that this... Terry Cruz is. <sighs> Why? Because he's like, oh, if I pretend to be a rich guy, I can talk to this reporter and then she'll think I am this rich. It's but, such a stupid but that, setup. Yeah, because that's that's my question is like... What is your plan? Are you romantically interested in her and actually it's like having a future with her? Because yeah. if you are, you're screwed. 
Yeah. Day one, you know? She's, or are you literally just trying to get laid? Well, he's not trying to get laid because him and Marcus are talking and they're like, he's like, oh, I like that reporter. And he's like, yeah, you just want to bone. And he's like, no, I think it's really time to settle down and establish myself and so be with if one that's person. The case, you Don't are establishing yeah. it with a gigantic lie that you cannot back up. Yeah. Whatsoever. Right. Especially because you've said that your annual salary is $30,000. You know, which annual is salary of an FBI agent, $30,000. Gonna lie. Gonna ask, uh, gonna ask my lifeline to a friend again. The internet said uh, 65000 65000 Yeah. Okay, curious about how accurate that is yeah. as well. But it's but no way. That's like the 2014 I, census or something. It's not even the end of the year, uh, fiscal year for me, and I'm almost at 30000 Yeah. Right? And my job is shit. Yeah. So, um, uh, so Marcus, no, Kevin, um, is going to have a date with the reporter. Right. Yes. Because he basically says that he is, um, Terry Crews. Yes. Right. He used the same name and everything, which is like, well, she's also a reporter. Like she might not be into sports reporting, but she but could she- very much see yeah, like if he is like, if he is at the like you know all time three throw, throws or whatever that gets quoted later, like he's probably he seems a bit famous, right? Yeah. Like how could you just like for? I don't. It, it's such a he's stupid the worst over the detective yeah. of all time. Like nothing that he does makes any sense None. to anybody Zero. like it, it benefits nobody it benefits it does nah, not nah. benefit him it does not benefit like the case it benefits nobody mm-hmm. like okay so they finish at the beach they go back to their hotel room to derobe for a bit and then get back into female drag yes during this time is whenever um his wife shows up so yes marcus's wife shows up right and so Kevin's back in drag. Yes. But Marcus has changed out of drag. Yes. I don't know why that's the situation Even because though, Kevin was the one out. Yes. In the and then previous scene. Marcus is also going to, or Kevin is the one that's going to be out of drag going... for the date and to pretend to be valet. <laughs> right. So I don't know why he got in. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Sometimes you got to practice your makeup yeah, skills. Just practice getting in and out of it so you can do it really fast. <laughs> right? So and and what we're basically making fun of here is the fact that that setup in this this way that Kevin's in makeup but Marcus isn't is so that Marcus's wife can walk in on him with a girl. Yes. And once again, this is apparently because uh, they can take off their masks so freely in this movie. Like his wife catches him with Mark, uh, with Kevin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and thinks that it's another woman. Yeah, right in this hotel room with him. And then instead and, of saying like, "It's my brother Marcus," are they brothers? Oh, they have the same last name. Yeah, Kevin and Marcus Copeland. Yeah, yeah. I would assume they're brothers. Never establish that they Never are. Never in the movie. Nope. Never say that they're brothers or yeah. anything. But here it is on IMDb. And you're right. It was it was on the credits, too. Yep. <laughs> so uh, instead of being like, hey, this is just Kevin, he yeah. goes, no, you don't understand. It's a dude. <laughs> yeah, which is stupid, too. 
So it's like, like you could have easily been like, hold on, no, we're undercover, and she would have been like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Do you need to keep your cover for like for her? Yeah. No, you don't. Right. Like, be like, baby, it's my brother, and we're undercover. You're gonna blow that cover right now because. The cameras out in the hallway. Oh wait, nobody's watching those cameras. Yeah. And um, just go home, and I'll see you later. Right? But right? she doesn't. She decides to stay to start a fight later. Yeah. So does she really book understand. a hotel room because right. like another a full, full day. day happens? Yeah. Before the white party. Right. Yeah. So uh, <sighs> then terry cruz and kevin go on their date so this is whenever we get terry cruz singing um a thousand, thousand miles, miles right yep. i was like ten thousand and i would walk ten thousand where miles. he's and i would and walk the camera. 500 miles <laughs> is like what he's well that's singing. the first song and then you get to a thousand <laughs> yeah. miles and you sing this song. Oh, yeah right got it got it got it <laughs> yep uh <laughs> la, 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 la. So Terry Crews is doing his like singing along with it in this weird head shake, which I think is like the funniest movement that he's ever done. He does it all the time. He's really good in Brooklyn Nine Nine now. Oh yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's hilarious, but in this film, like he's actually a different character in that too. Okay. Um, but in this, it's just kind of like his type, his trope. Sure. That's that, yeah. it. I'm I, uh, curious if anybody could write in and and let us know, like, what is the first instance of him doing this whole I'm going to like jam out in a car and yeah. like, like basically it's in Adam Sandler movies. He just shows up for one thing to just like dance yeah. like, you know, uh, like not unusual, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's his thing. And it might be this movie. I don't know. <laughs> like can't can't remember. So, um. So he takes him out on a date, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and Kevin is, is like the valet. The valet, yeah. Once again, your plan is the worst plan. So in the stupid. History. You are the worst detective. Like, not both of you. Marcus is all right. He just doesn't follow common sense when well, it he comes doesn't to telling his wife do anything. Yeah. Right. Kevin is the worst to the point of breaking the law oh yeah he's stealing this guy's car he's breaking into his house all for this date yeah to and i just i don't understand because his plan is once you once you get to the restaurant right you're gonna you are gonna get out of the car and you are going to have a dinner date with terry cruz while i take his car as the valet steal it yeah pick up my date go and then bring her not to a restaurant or anything but back to my terry cruz's house pretend it's terry cruz like pretend it's my house and then like be able to charm her enough to i don't know make a move or whatever all while a dinner is happening yeah and then be able to drop her back off yeah. And get the car back to you before dinner's over? Yeah. It's not you're a great just, plan. Just, yes. Oh, I know how <laughs> terrible all, the plan is. Like, that's not a plan. That's a risk. That's, I mean, that is not that's a all it is, is risk, right? And then, like, 
What? It, well, he has the keys to the house, I guess, because the keys are on the car. But, yeah. like, he also doesn't know what he's going to run into in this house. Yeah, which he is runs into a man. Part of the comedy of it all. dog. And she goes, <laughs> oh, you got a dog? And he's like, no, I don't got a dog. And she's like, well, what's that? He's like, that's not a dog, that's family. And oh I was like, that's God. a kind of funny line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like... That's not a dog, that's family. Why is he saying out loud every time, like... Yeah. He's basically throwing himself under the bus constantly, yeah. right? Where it's like, where's the wine? She's like, I don't know. It's your house. He's like, because <laughs> it is my house. Yeah. And I'd be like, uh, so it's not your house, and I'm going to right. go. You know? So like you're going to kill me. <laughs> right? Um, and and this is also where there's a giant picture of Terry Crews on the mantle. Like naked in a bear rug. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> that's, my, that's my trainer, and my I use him for inspiration. And I'm like- no, that just makes you weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how stupid this reporter has to be in Very. order to fall for this. Right. Right? Um, but he does the, get some well, information because, out of her yeah, about the case. But it's the whole thing of this movie of, like, what, what are we as an audience supposed to do? Like, are, how much believability are we supposed to suspend versus how much we're not? Like, and it literally comes down to what scene we're watching. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> um, meanwhile. Meanwhile. Back at the date please, land. You do this oh, part. Okay. <laughs> so Terry Crews and like, I'm exhausted. Marcus are on their date, and Marcus is doing everything to seem like the worst person possible. Like, takes shoe off, mm-hmm. bites a toenail, and, like, rips, like, a good chunk of it off. Like, whose toenails are that uncut? Super that is, like, long. Good, yeah. And then spits it into, like, a drink that's on a different table, which I was like, oh, good shot. Uh, also really gross. <laughs> yep. But then uh, he's like, and for the lady, he's like, perhaps a sod. And he's like, mm, perhaps not. And orders like a bunch of like garlic, onions, yeah. like bad breath food, but also like messy food, like mm-hmm. ribs. And is like throwing food in her mouth. And Terry Crews is like. Which I don't know. I've been on dates and I've never been like, oh my God, she ate garlic. That's going to be horrible later. Like I've never, I'm just like, all right, fine. Yeah. Like, like you want to make out with somebody, you make out with somebody. Yeah. Like it's not a thing. If anything, it adds flavor. Mm, Jeez, yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, so then. <laughs> Let me get them ribs. <laughs> so Terry Crews is like, mm, you can put it back. I like that. And then unbuttons, he yeah. <laughs> he like unbuttons his pants and like shows the happy trail, which I was like, yes, women have that, mm-hmm. but also like Terry Crews is like into it, like he's like <laughs> mm, minorly mannish, which it's I, so I weird. I think he is it's into like... it still. Like I think he thought that the girl was um, trans, <laughs> like. 100% because at the end he has his line which we'll get to yeah but uh, yeah and then lets out um, Marcus lets out a fart like a good juicy one yeah. and then Terry Crews is like oh that's amazing I love a girl that just is free like that and he's farting too uh, then miraculously there's not some weird run in based on these wacky plans by Kevin they all end up okay yeah, yeah, every, they're all like at the that night all club. works out and right. it actually shouldn't have for comedic purposes it should have gone disastrous yeah. right oh yeah and for some reason that's the thing is like they will take and attack something and drive it into the ground as a joke that isn't funny and then, and then miss, miss yeah yeah they'll miss the stuff where it's like that's where you should have gone. Yeah. 
constantly in this movie. So, yeah, everybody. Gets I don't home. think they made this movie for the masses. I think they made it for themselves. You think so? Yeah, they were like, "We think this is funny, so we're gonna do it." Me and my brother have a lot of really stupid, funny ideas, but they're stupid and funny to us, right? So it's like, yeah, no one else is gonna like them, right? But they are because they're great ideas. So, <laughs> meanwhile, while they're all out, mm-hmm. um, the two other agents. Oh, are like, oh, something's fishy, thing. right? So they go and investigate the room. Fishy. And it smells fishy. Uh, this is another, like, it's so creepy because, like, who just goes yeah. and smells other people's underwear? Like, why? Yeah, so the two agents are in there, and agent, the white agent. <laughs> white <know>. agent? <laughs> yeah. Jake Harper. Yeah, Jake Harper, mm-hmm. like, um... While the other agent is in the bathroom checking things out, Jake Harper picks up a, per- a pair of girls' underwear and starts mm-hmm. smelling them, which is like, okay, that's a little odd. Like, you don't even know them. Like, right. if you're into that, maybe it's for someone that, like, you know. But also, I have the worst Reggie right now. So if you see me squirming, it's because my underwear is in my butthole. Sure. Well, we are talking about <laughs> I underwear. I was like, okay, it's fitting. It's time to announce it. And I'm, like, <laughs> flopping around in my seat, like, ooh. Um... Okay. Yes. So then the other agent comes out and is like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Uh, he's like, well, These he are has dudes. Yeah, yeah he, he has, has the 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 masks in his hand. Yeah, right. Which he has two extra? masks. They have yeah, right. They have extras. Huh? I I mean yeah. I guess that oh that is the thing we're gonna pick on. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, but immediately because of that. The assumption is they're dudes. Yeah, not it's like, like girls dressing up as other girls. Right, it's like they are dudes. Like, yeah, oh, okay. I don't know. It's just the jump to conclusion yeah. is only for the fact of this. I'm smelling a dude's yeah. underwear. Oh yeah, it's so stupid. Um. So then we have our nightclub scene. <laughs> the girls are there. They're having drinks. Terry Crews has joined them as well. Mm-hmm. Um. This is the uh, roofies yes. scene. <laughs> Terry Crews goes to the bar. And there's a side character that's, like, one of the Vandergeld's boys that they know. Just friends. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, like... He's well, like, it's a Vandergeld's boyfriend's friend. Yeah. Yeah. So Terry <laughs> Crews is, like, man, I really like her. And he's, like, you for sure want to get laid? Give her this. And then the guy's, like, I took <laughs> guy's some, too. What is it? He looks like Breck and Meyer yeah. from, like, Road Trip. Yep. And he's, like, you want to... You wanna, you want to? You really like her? Then give her this. Well, he like he proposes it like give her a roofie, but then he also on the same at the same time is like I took the roofie himself. too, which I was like I guess if you want to do that, yeah. Which I get. Do he like watched The Hangover and yeah. then was like, "That's how you have a good right. time." You right? just forget everything. I want to steal a tiger tonight. <laughs> um, so uh, the only time they actually do detective work. <laughs> <laughs> right here with yeah. the fizzy martini. Terry Crews pops the pill in, and the martini's fizzing, and it uh-huh. kind of reminds me of one of those uh, old Kool-Aids that had the little pills that you could just pop in, and it either <laughs> changed the color or it'd make it fizz. No, that's not a thing. That's just <gasps> roofies, too. Oh, okay. I was like, roofing kids. Great. Got it. Love it. Um, <laughs> fizzy lifting yeah. drinks. So, uh, yeah. Who, uh, Marcus, yeah, Marcus does actual detective work, notices, and switches the drinks. Mm-hmm. So, Terry Crews has that. Downs it immediately. Yep. Right. And then the girls are like, let's dance. Right. And and this is where the Vandergelds have a full choreograph. Full choreograph, which is, this one's believable because they're yeah. kind of like cheerleader-esque. So yeah. I'm like, they probably remember this from like high school. 
Right. Or they were like, let's just come up with one, and since this song is popular right now, we'll be able to do it. Yep, crazy in love. Everybody right. knows this, right? Mm-hmm. And but the one that's not believable is like basically the the girls that are the friends and everything. Yeah, they seem to be the B squad of yeah. things. I'm like, you guys weren't right. cheerleaders. Yeah. We were flagline. <laughs> it would be. Oh, uh, poor girl. Poor flag line. Um, you so know yeah, who you were. They danced. We were marching band. Marching. <laughs> we can step in patterns. Uh, yeah, so the girls, like, they dance back, and they're like, ha, oh, we showed them, and then. It's like a back and forth, yeah. and then finally the Vanderguild side pretty much gets, like, they get the one up on them. Yeah. Like, they do a really good move, and every and the crowd's like, like oh, shit. Yeah. Like, let's right? leave. And then Marcus and Kevin step in, and they do full on, like, Break dancing on their head and their wigs stay on. I was like, that's not possible, I think. And, um, it's so urban, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like it's it's because the music changes too. The music changes to like to rock around, to rock yeah. around the, 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 the tricky, right? And you're just like, oh, Jesus right? Christ. Like, oh, could they no. pick any other song? Oh, God, oh, jeez, that crap. Oh, God, mm. Right? Um, <laughs> they win. Yeah, They're they like, yeah. win, right? Yeah. They show them up. Um, Terry Crews is now tripping balls. Tripping balls. He's out on the dance with floor. Glow sticks. It's, uh, it's a He's little shirtless. Moving like a robot. It is funny when he dances. Yeah. I mean, it's super funny uh, uh, because it's like the biggest man I've yeah. seen like since like, I mean, it's one of those things where the whole- I wish like Arnold used to dance like this back in the really? day. If if we had seen Arnold Schwarzenegger dance like this, it would have been just as funny. This is the equivalent yeah. nowadays where it's like that guy's huge and he is doing the craziest dances. <laughs> um, that's why it's funny. Yeah. So, Okay. That's that. Then we flash over to the next morning, and yeah. Breck and Meyer <laughs> and uh, Terry Crews are in bed, and immediately it's like, oh, my God, what have we done? Sex. Right? And you could kind of leave it alone there. Yeah. Right? But no, 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 no. We go one step further because he Breck and Meyer character is actually in a wheelchair, which harkens yeah. back to the, you know, once you go black, you're in a wheelchair. So yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, he actually did. Destroyed his asshole. <laughs> Just let me tear that ass up. God, ripped him a new <laughs> How's one. that ass feel? <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, his friends are like, hey, what happened to you last night? Like, why are you in a wheelchair? And then Terry Crews, like, is suddenly standing next to him and, like, <laughs> grabs his shoulder and gives him a look. And he's like, I tripped. And it's just like. Tripped and fell into some dick? Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, no one is going to sit there and be like, oh, he just fell. They're going to be like, Terry Crews did something to his legs or butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> Terry Crews is in on this one. Um, I grabbed Terry Crews' dong last night. Right? <laughs> he was oh. not feeling it. Uh, uh, Sorry, I have to make topical <laughs> jokes sometimes. <laughs> so, meanwhile, we flash to the girls, bat, like the original girls, and they're like, oh, my God, we're on page six. Like, I guess that's the entertainment page. Yes. And they- uh, Oh, the actual girls. Yeah. 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 So, they are really happy. Then they're like, wait, that's not us. So, and what have they been doing all weekend? Sitting in a hotel room. What, like, nursing their wounds? Just constantly applying Neosporin. <laughs> okay. So- But they're like- this is another thing. In order to accomplish this, Marcus 
and um, you know, Marcus and Kevin have to go undercover as them. But yeah. that also means that nobody's watching them. Yeah, the girls are just free to be. Yeah. So if the girls want to just say, I don't know, show up at Southampton, what's to stop them? Because that's what they do. Yeah, they roll right? up. Awesome detective work, guys. <laughs> and then as they roll up, the two agents are like, come with us. And they take them to the chief. And they're like, these are girls. They do the whole bit of like pulling on hair and saying it's a wig when it's actually their hair. One Fully, of them full on up, sexual yeah, harassment. <laughs> sexual harassment exposes one of the girl's boobs. Mm -hmm. And the other one just rips her skirt and underwear down and right. exposes her vagina. Right. And then the chief is like, no, you're suspended. Instead of being like... Right. Like comic stuff. It's like, no, 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 consequences, real life consequences. Right. That's why I appreciate the chief. Yeah. Right. But because of this, it, it also exposes yeah. Marcus and Kevin, which the chief goes to their room and is like, you guys are fired. Yeah. Right. Um, and so Kevin and Marcus are driving along and you would think that this is the moment in the movie where they kind of like blame each other and break up as like friends and they partners. They do for like two seconds. <laughs> in the it's car like, you together. You are the bad things. Right? Follow along. Instead of, instead of like having that moment of like everybody right? hurts. A sad music <laughs> montage. Right. Um, they're immediately just driving along and being like, man, this was your idea. And he's like, yeah, well, now I have another idea. And he's like, well, I always got your back. And yep. like, wait, you were just mad at him. What? what? And what is their idea here? To go back to continue to pretend to be the girls. <laughs> right. Even yes. though it's been revealed that the girls are on site Well, now. see, I don't think they know that the girls are on site. Really? I don't think the captain told him that. I think he was just like, get out of well, here. Well, how would he have figured it out? Get out of here. We've been watching cameras all weekend. Yeah. Maybe they're like, what are you doing? So <laughs> Wanted to see how far you guys would go. So they roll back up <laughs> at the white party, the fashion show. Mm -hmm. And the the real girls also roll up. So there's these comic bits of the girls like going out on stage, going backstage, and then immediately the girls come back out. They don't look anything alike. I think they're different heights as well. And it's everyone's like, how'd they do that? How'd they change so quick? What's happening? Whoa. It's, this is that suspended believability yeah. until we need you not right. to. Jeez. So, yeah. Um, only time it starts getting revealed that – like people are like, what is go? Wait a minute! Yeah. Is when whichever brother is dressed like whichever girl, that girl walks out on stage with that brother. Yeah. So they're like, oh my, that's the same person. And I'm but like, it's not. It's so not. Yeah. <laughs> so the mean girls, the mean Vandergels, also do this trick where they um they switch out the dresses to make this like Bjork reference. This is pointless. Of a swan dress. This whole part is pointless. Yeah. And then the girls also go up onto because the catwalks. Because they're not important yeah. as enemies even, know. or villains. They're not important because they're not the villain. They're just like an obstacle yeah. in this movie. And this drives it home because this is a Carrie reference. Yeah. Well, okay. So the Vandergelds go up on the catwalks with some red paint. Um, the... The two brothers, Marcus and Kevin, go out in their ugly swan dress. They're like, have all the girls behind them. They're like, let's get out of here. They're laughing at us. For some reason, they care. 
Um, I don't understand and, yeah. why people are laughing at this outfit. Like Bjork did do this yeah. outfit. Like they could just be and, like, "Oh, it's a reference." And look at all the other trash bullshit yeah. that's coming out on stage. Like right? if somebody in a real fashion show walked out on this swan, I and I'm pretty sure the rest of the audience would would know no different. They'd be like, yeah. "Okay, that one was weird, but I'm not going to yeah. laugh at it." So, you know, like, <laughs> so derelict. The two, oh, God. <laughs> Zoolander 2, that's going to come up someday. No, I never it never it will. I'm not going to. Good, no, thank you. I'm not going to sit anybody through that um, shit. I couldn't even get through it myself. Oh, I love the first one, though. The first one's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah Merman. So, <laughs> Merman. So he, uh, we've moved on from Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, you still said it. <laughs> I know. Well, I also did, um, I did. zilch, zero, oh. nada. I said it earlier, oh. but you didn't hear. No? Okay. Um, Damn, because I, I was thinking it, too, like in that one moment where I was like, oh, my God, we've moved past it. No, we haven't. No. Uh, we never. never will. Never. Um, so they start to run, like, a necklace breaks. Like, there are models flying off the runway this way and that. Um, into tables in the crowd. And then Busy Phillips is like, oh, the girls are up there on the catwalk. Time to teach them a lesson. And the two girls flip off the catwalk. They land, and then the paint buckets fall on them, and they're covered in red paint. And they're like, let's get out of here. And they run backstage. Meanwhile, the two sisters come on stage, and they're like, what's going on? There's four of us. And then the dad of the Vandergelds is like, hit the fireworks show with the Chinese dragon. Mind you, in a scene we skipped, it is revealed that one of the the Vandergeld's boyfriend is in on whatever this plot to kidnap the Wilson the sisters. The kidnapping is. plot doesn't really matter. In not this at movie. all, because I so don't. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm talk like, what about is it. his? <laughs> what is John Hurd's uh, Mr. Vandergeld's plan? It's to kidnap them and then hold them hostage. But his original plan was to kidnap them, like without being found out. I don't know. It doesn't right? really make sense because it was shoehorned in there. Yeah, because Just this like this is a movie. Well, this is a movie where the plot doesn't really exist. Yeah, it's just all excuses to do all these racist, yeah. sexist, stupid costume change jokes. Yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a shoehorned plot, like just to justify why these guys are in drag. Yeah. Um, and whiteface, whiteface dragon. So yeah. then, um, yeah, this Chinese dragon comes out, dances around him, and they're like, "Whoa, where'd the others go?" And like, one of the boys is left, and one of the girls is left. But that like, means that's part of his plan. The Chinese dragon is part it of was, your plan, which doesn't also fit into any of the fashion show. It doesn't fit into the white party. He just had it. <laughs> it was like, bring on the it. dragon. Yeah. So they notice that like the girls have are under the dragon. Because he calls it in on a radio. Like, yeah. Bring out the dragon, and like the Marcus tackles the dragon, and then this fight ensues um, between the. But Vanderbilt the people boyfriend. inside the dragon aren't in on it. <laughs> they well, think the they're doing a dragon yeah. show. Well, the, the inside the dragon is the Vandergold boyfriend and the guy that was butt hurt. There are there more than because that's one of those. Well, yeah, like, there were other ones, but yeah. those two were in the dragon just to make sure. <laughs> so then, like, they have a fight out with them, and then the which Vandergeld... means that they rehearsed said dragon performance. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Somewhere they're like, "Come on, guys, get it together! One, two, step, three, four, right, left, right, left. You're God, slow. You're, you're slow. The dragon is sagging. You're fucking it up. How am I ever supposed to kidnap someone? Why oh, is the what, dragon's what? ass so huh? flat? What? What'd you say? <laughs> I said so um, nothing about kidnapping. 
So then, yeah, like they have this like fight shootout with the boyfriend and boyfriend friend, and the girls are kidnapped by the Vandergeld and it's taken backstage. John Hurd, yeah, yeah, kidnaps. So yeah, the father Vandergeld kidnaps Marcus as the girl. Yeah. And one of the actual girls. Well, no, they were kidnapped in the dragon, but then they figured out and they tackled the dragon, and he kidnaps both of the real girls. Mm, yes. Dottie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is where it gets weird. Right. This is where it gets confusing. But so then also, <laughs> I feel as like the this two guys, happens to me a lot in yeah. movies. Is like by the last fifteen minutes, where I can feel we're yeah. at our last fifteen. Somewhere so, I'm like kind of half checked out. Where I'm like kind of excited, like exhausted, but ex- I'm like, we only have 15 more minutes. Here we go. <laughs> so then we also get Marcus's wife and her friend that are like, oh shit, these girls are really strong, calling for backup. And it's like racial stereotype of African American names thrown in there. And then, um, mm. and she's like, call Latrice, Laquanda. May show. Oh, like yeah. it, they just throw out names that are stereotyped yeah, yeah. names. Yeah. And it's. It's an overused gag. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get the oh, so they're all backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, John Heard has a gun. Yeah, Are they, is it backstage? I thought they were just in, it's in like, like the, the dining area. room or whatever. I don't. No, it's even the changing know. area for the fashion show. Yeah. So then, like miraculously, everyone shows up. The reporter's there with her cameraman. Um, Who's dead now? Yeah, he gets <laughs> shot from John Heard, but Marcus. I mean, he clearly he got shot yeah. right. Because so, uh, how many bullets does John Hurd actually fire somehow simultaneously? John Hurd gets shot, the reporter gets shot, and then Terry Crews gets shot. Yeah, because Terry Crews dives to save Marcus. No, he does. Yes, Kevin dives to save the reporter. The reporter, right. And then who shoots John Hurd? I think Marcus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe. But either way, know. bullets are flying. Yeah. In this moment. And then... Um, but that cameraman's clearly dead. Yeah. Like, nobody checks on him. Like, the reporter gets saved, but the bullet yeah. definitely... Like, because you hear, like, a glass break, like, and hit the camera. And, like, that guy just goes down, yeah. you know, so as everybody else, like, dives. John Hurd gets captured. Then we have our big reveal to everyone. So, Kevin is like, hey, I'm actually an FBI agent, not mm-hmm. um, the the basketball player. Sorry. Right. And then... For Terry Crews, Marcus reveals himself, and Terry Crews is then, like, racist against black people. Oh, my God, this is so weird. He's like, I can't believe you wouldn't tell me. And then he's like, yeah, then I'm a dude. And he's like, no, that you're black. This is an all-white party. Get the memo. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit terrible. That's weird because you're not white. Yeah, but that's also why I'm like, maybe he's He's like, get this nigga out of here. I was like, what? Like, uh, uh, He's a self-hating racist. I, I was like, this is a weird movie. That was so weird. Un- <laughs> unnecessarily yeah. weird. And then um, at the same time, Marcus reveals himself to his wife and <laughs> is like, you know. Bixby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he reveals himself to his wife and is like, sorry, I love the job a lot, but I need to love you more. I love whenever you get your hair done which she uses as an example earlier and then his mm-hmm. one thing that she didn't use as an example and he's like and I love when you wear this kind of perfume and she's like okay our marriage is fixed like, right oh. and even her friend's like really and she's like yeah, yeah shut up <laughs> yeah and then so the reporter's like we'll see like I don't even remember what the reporter says but she somehow forgives him 
She's like, well, you some about yeah. some about basically you you tried to take a bullet for me. Yeah, right. She's like that and makes that, up for the lies. That makes up for the, all the lies. It's terrible, right? So basically, those two are going to have to reestablish themselves from like scratch. She doesn't yeah. even know his real name. <laughs> you know, um, and then. Uh, Terry Crews is seen leaving with the two real sisters, and right. he's having a blast. Yep. Um, you gonna need a wheelchair tonight, bitches? Yeah. Right? I guess he's having a three-way. <laughs> and then, like, the friends I'm come up. I'm gonna need up. a double stroller for you two. <laughs> and this is our, like, final moment in the movie. The friends come up, and they're like, so, you're FBI agents? And they're like, yeah, we're really sorry. And they were like, that's a bummer. And they're like, we know, we lied to you. Like, our bet. And they're like, no, like, you were more fun than the actual girls. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. And they're like, does this mean like we can't? And they're like, no, it does mean we can still go. And then they're like, shopping. And then it ends. <laughs> Just like, oh, God. Because <laughs> that's this whole movie. Yeah. It's just, just, oh, just, it, it's, it's grown worthy. Yeah. Okay. So we're on to the W's. Here we go. Um, if you and your friends used to watch this together, like growing up, it was like, oh, let's put this movie on because we I know all the lines. Sorry for you. Yeah, <laughs> but like this is I I know people that 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 that, that this is their movie for them. Clearly, like, this was voted yeah. number one for me and my friends. It was Scary Movie Three. We're like, we know it's not great, but like we know all of the lines sure. from it. So this is this is I this is one for for them for those people. We so. had a lot of content on this one. This is almost two hours long. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'd skip it. Yeah, I'd skip half yeah. of it at least. That's uh, that's. <laughs> I'd skip the movie. Uh, my W's are like this is on Netflix, obviously, like yeah. for Netflix November. Uh, if you are a person like myself who can't sleep unless the TV's on, <laughs> well, I can, but yeah, you know, a lot of times, uh, then just type this in and hit play and go to sleep. Yep, <laughs> that's that's all I got because like I hadn't seen this movie until we watched it here, and yeah. I don't feel any better about it. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of movies where I'm like, I love that we did this, yeah. and this is like not one of those. <sighs> no, it's it was more of a chore. I think I like movies going in whenever I don't know them. Yeah, yeah, I normally do. This wasn't one of them. Yeah. And I think it's just because, like, I knew, like, just looking at them on the DVD cover box back in the day, I was like, this is Terrible. awful. Bad angle, stupid makeup. Yep. Yep. So that's it. You know, yep. watch it when you go to bed. Uh, so just make sure that you hit that like, comment, review section uh, that we always talk about. You can follow us at Bombs Away Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, give us a follow. Search for us. Search for Bombs Away Slumber Party Massacre on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and one. check that out. Yeah, that's uh, where we where we do a DVD commentary, comedy commentary for the movie. Check that out and uh, make sure, please hit subscribe on that. We need subscribers so that we can make it easier for future people to find our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a hundred. We're hitting a goal of one hundred people to subscribe on our YouTube. So uh, go ahead and uh, maybe share that episode on your Facebook and uh, ask people to subscribe for us. Help us out. Help this show grow. That's our whole thing. Be sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. If uh, you're hearing this on, say, I don't know, Stitcher or um, any anything like that. 
And um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or shout-outs that you want us to do on our Shorties episode, uh, just write us. Contact at bombsawayshow.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And hasta uh, luego, Montenegro. <laughs> Hey guys, John here from the Bombs Away Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about what we always wind up talking to you about, the Frida Cinema. But there's a reason. It's not only our home, but it's an amazing venue. Now, I know what you're asking. What is the Frida Cinema? Well, it's a program of the Long Beach Cinematique here in California, and it serves Santa Ana and neighboring communities as a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. Now, how does it do that? Well, I'll tell you. It has amazing director series such as Martin Scorsese or Mel Brooks. Oh my god, when's the last time you saw a Mel Brooks movie on the big screen? Young Frankenstein, High Anxiety, Blazing Saddles? There's so much! Or what about Lloyd Kaufman, which has amazing films that we'll be doing on this podcast, such as Toxic Avenger or Class of Newcomb High? Or how about Friday Night Freakouts presented by OC Weekly? That is something that we do here every Friday night. And we're talking about crazy sci-fi or horror or just off-the-wall things such as the 70s musical, The Apple, or how about Hackers or Lost Boys or Child's Play? These are the kind of movies that screen here. And what if those aren't your thing? What about anime? Well, we have the huge hit, Your Name, that just came out. What about the classic, Akira? Yes, Akira was screened here, with subtitles or without subtitles, your choice. What about, if anime's not your thing, how about double features such as Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead? And you can't really be an art house cinema without getting those kind of indie feature films such as Moonlight, which was Academy Award winner, best film right here before it was even nominated it was right here or what about the void which is on netflix or just amazing cinema and it's all right here for more information about the frida showtimes location everything film and entertainment go to thefridacinema.org or follow them on facebook at facebook.com thefridacinema or on instagram and twitter at the Frida Cinema. The Frida Cinema. It's for the filmmakers. It's for the film goers. It's for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment. Executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb. What's your bright idea? Yeah.